If your online business isn't growing, it's probably dying. There is no idle mode for your biz. Do you agree? We've been helping online business building warriors like you since 2002, and we've noticed some patterns. Do you know what it's like to earn that first four figures, five figures, or even six figures or more in a single month online? Let's talk about it. Here's your host, the silent one himself, Mr. Jim Cockrum. Yes, that's right. It is time for another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. Hi, I am your host, Jim Cockrum, and I can't wait to do this one today. I've thought about it long and hard. If this is a topic that would be of interest to you, and I don't see how it could possibly not be. If you're a motivated entrepreneur, it tells me that growth is something that's on your mind. See, it's just a fact of life. For those of us who understand how the world really works, it's a fact that there's no such thing as a relationship or a health condition or a business that is just steady. It was this way a month ago. It's this way now. It'll be this way six months from now. Steady as she goes. Nothing new to report. It's been going great for years and it's going to go great for years. No need to change anything. Now, come on. We all know that's not true, right? Any business, just like any relationship or your health itself, is either intentionally by the decisions you're making and the actions you're taking, it's either improving or if you think it's nice and steady and comfortable, what you really are happening is what's really going on is you don't recognize that it's deteriorating in ways that you just don't recognize yet. You're just not aware of the deterioration that's occurring, of the risks that's building. If you've been making the same profitable widgets day after day, month after month, week after week, year after year, then it's just the same stuff over and over. What's really happening is you are growing more and more susceptible to sudden disaster. Same thing with the relationship, right? If there's no spontaneity, there's no interaction, there's no new level of communication, no new stories to tell or exciting adventures to share, it's actually deteriorating, right? You have to be very intentional about relationships. And this isn't a show about relationships or health, but the rules are the same in all these areas. You've got to be intentionally focused on growth. And so today we're going to talk about the different stages of growth. And now I have hurt some people's feelings in the past. I've had some people leave our group, get fairly angry at me, and stomp away when I say what I'm about to say to you right now. And that is, until you treat your business like it's a business, you don't really have a business. You have a somewhat profitable hobby, and that's fine. I have no problem with you having a profitable hobby. I'm not trying to insult you by saying you have a profitable hobby. But if you've been hitting the yard sales on Saturdays for the last eight years, spending three or four hours buying some stuff and then selling it for a profit on eBay or Amazon, you don't have a business. You have a profitable hobby. That's awesome. That's a lot more than a lot of other people have, and maybe you're happy right there, and I plan to have plenty of great content for you if you have a profitable hobby. But there are some stages to growth. And just like we talk about in the title and the show notes for this episode, by the way, you can always go to silentgym.com and check out the show notes for any episode and get all the links that we're going to talk about today and all the resources. But just like I talk about in the show notes and the resources, the title and the topic of today is the different stages of growth. Your first four-figure month, your first five-figure month, your first six-figure month when you pass the $100,000 mark. And what about that first seven-figure month? Yeah, I've got clients who've hit that too. What's it look like? What are those different stages of growth? And like I said, there are some patterns 
there's some predictability here to what it looks like as you go through the stages. It has nothing to do with good fortune or being in the right place at the right time or knowing the right people. You just happened to stumble into that one, didn't you? No, business isn't like that. Yes, there is an element of random built into everything, of course. But I find that the people who are really working the hardest and positioning themselves in good ways for success are the ones that keep having the dice fall in their favor. Has nothing to do with good fortune that just happens to smile upon you one day. It just doesn't work that way. People who think that way never actually wind up succeeding. And hopefully that's not you. I know it's not you. You're an entrepreneur. You're driven. You're focused. You want to grow this thing. Okay, so the first obvious question is, okay, Jim, I'm at level X. How do I get to the next level with my business? What are those predictable stages and steps that you've observed? Well, let's talk through them one stage at a time. Your first four-figure month, putting $1,000 in the bank with an online business, what kind of character traits have I observed among those people who hit that? Now, some people hit that within a few days. Some people, it takes them several months. Maybe they've got a full-time job and several kids and a sick spouse, and they're just doing this a few hours a week. Hey, guess what? Our community loves you, entrepreneur. I'm not talking about how many hours you work. I'm talking about the work you put into those hours that you have. You're making sacrifices. You're keeping your priorities straight. You know that family comes first. But with those hours that you've been blessed with, you are building something. You're building something significant. And you understand success doesn't come overnight. It just doesn't happen that way. Proverbs 13.11 says, Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. So I applaud you. You're out there just plugging away, doing a few hours a week, doing what you can with what you've got, succeeding tiny steps at a time. Hey, I've read The Tortoise and the Hare, that famous kid's book. I've read it several times. The tortoise wins every time. You can cheat right to the end. Sorry if I ruined the ending for you. I won't talk about how the Titanic ends if you haven't seen that movie yet. I read the book. The tortoise wins every time. Okay? So take it slow. That's fine. I'm not beating you up today, but I am saying that if you continue on the right path, your business should and will be growing if you're doing it the right way. There's no such thing as a steady business model. Jim, all I need is an extra 500 bucks a month indefinitely, and I'll be perfectly happy. Well, I can show you some ways to get there, but I can tell you, you're not actually going to be building something significant and truly useful for your life because what you have is a very risky model where you've turned a hobby into some profits and it's a profitable hobby, but it could just fall apart at any moment because you're not looking to grow. If you're not looking to grow, it means it could all vanish at any moment. Ask those people who have focused only on retail arbitrage and online arbitrage to supply their inventory for their Amazon business. Now, the odds of losing it all overnight are very slim, but we do have people in our community, once a week or so, someone will post and go, oh man, I just lost my Amazon account. I've been suspended. 90 to 95% of the time, a few weeks, some cases a couple months later, they come back and say, oh good, Amazon gave me my account back. But sometimes it vanishes forever. There was some violation, something happened, they didn't handle their appeal right or their suspension correctly, and it's gone. And according to Amazon, you're not allowed to get back in. It was even worse a decade ago when eBay would do that. They would come in and suspend the uh, sellers for one reason or another. Poof, gone. Back then with eBay, it happened with very little interaction. There wasn't even an email. You just tried to log in and you couldn't anymore. And there was no response from eBay as to why, what happened, what you did wrong. In many cases, just bam, gone. 
That's why we all applauded when Amazon came along. Finally, another option. But the reason I bring up Amazon and eBay and retail arbitrage specifically and online arbitrage, which by the way, is just simply, you know, buying stuff inexpensively retail, either online or off a store shelf and then flipping it for a profit. It's a beautiful business model. We have many, many people in our community building businesses that are very valuable, very profitable, and they're doing just that. And I applaud it and we support that. It's a great business model. It works everywhere in the world. We love it. But if you're not willing to grow beyond that, you actually do have an element of risk built into your business model that you simply can't get rid of until you're willing to grow. And one of the ways to grow out of that, typically it's these people who have a four-figure a month. You know, they're putting a few thousand dollars in a month. Now, some of them go over 10,000. Some of them go well over that, and they build real systems around this. But there's inherent risk there. So until you're willing to grow your business beyond that into the next stages of development and diversify your income, you'll always have that element of risk wondering in the back of your mind, could Amazon take this all away from me at some point? I want you to grow past that. See, one of the benefits of growing your business is you eliminate certain risks because they're no longer a concern because you've got other streams of income. You have other things going on that protect you. But don't start thinking this is a condition unique to those who sell using online and retail arbitrage on Amazon. No, this is a universal truth of business, guys. If something is fairly straightforward and fairly easy to do and decently profitable, well, there's going to be a lot of people attracted to that business model. Now, I've been following the arbitrage model probably longer than anyone you know in the business, 15 plus years. I mean, eBay was built on that model, guys. We've been doing this a long time. And while a lot of other people are out there shouting about the demise and the end of online arbitrage and retail arbitrage, it's not going anywhere. I assure you, it's not going anywhere. As long as we have free markets, there will be a business to be had in online and retail arbitrage. And rather than go into my logic, I wrote an article. I went way in depth. Put on your thinking cap and read through that article. If you understand supply and demand, if you remember that from your economics class at some point, supply and demand drive the price, right? So it's the buying public who will determine if online arbitrage and retail arbitrage ever goes away. Not Amazon, not eBay, not you, not me, not any other entity, not Nike or some of these other big brands. They don't get to decide if it goes away. The only people that get to decide if arbitrage ever goes away are the buying public. If the buying public ever starts saying, no, I don't want to save any money. I insist on only buying name brand products at full retail. Well, okay, then arbitrage might die. But that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Arbitrage is here indefinitely as long as we have free markets. But you are susceptible to a lot of changes. You are susceptible to shifts and to competition that can pop up out of nowhere. How could you possibly be surprised when someone competes with you when your business model is arbitrage? And that's it. That's all you do. You're going to have competition. You're going to be chasing profitable products constantly without that stability and growth that comes from growing beyond that. So that's that's what it feels like to be in that four-figure chase. That $1,000 to $9,000 a month business, that may sound like a dream come true to some of you. That's awesome. Make it a goal to get there. That's what you're going for. That's awesome. We will support you every step of the way. You can get there. It is a fairly easy business model. But those four figures, the word that comes to mind for me is hustle. And that's not a word that I'm a huge fan of necessarily, but that's what those early stages feel like. 
Now, I got to tell you, I kind of feel sorry for somebody who's still in hustle mode four years after their business is launched. It tells me they're not putting the right systems in place. If you're out there hustling, hitting the streets, burning the midnight oil, running yourself into the ground, you know, I'm a firm believer that you should do that in the early days of your business. You're going to have to work your tail off. Even if you only got a few hours a week to do this, it's going to feel like work. You're going to be busting your hump to get this stuff done, working more than you feel like you should have to, to get into those four-figure numbers. But the next stages feel a lot more like building systems and thinking correctly and developing yourself, developing yourself into a better leader, becoming more strategic, putting the right people into the right places to allow things to operate without you being on top of them constantly. That's how you get out of hustle mode is you start with correct partnerships. It doesn't feel like hustle to get on the phone with your team and talk strategy for a few hours. I mean, some people might call that hustle. I call that building relationships and building good systems. It's a pure pleasure. It sure beats trying to put tape on 50 boxes every 10 minutes so I can stay ahead of my production schedule when I'm doing it all myself. I'd much rather be on the phone, leisurely having a conversation, getting to know my team, talking strategy, coming up with new ideas. I mean, maybe that sounds like hustle to you, but it doesn't feel like hustle to me when I'm doing it. It feels like strategy and leadership and building a team. So that five figure, that 10,000 to 90,000 kind of monthly number, we have many people in our community doing those kinds of numbers. That's all about strategy. And yes, team development, getting the right people around you. And I mentioned recently in an earlier podcast that the first person you should hire isn't necessarily someone who does the stuff you don't want to do. It should be someone who's putting money in your pocket, meaning you've got enough of a consistent, profitable strategy going now. You know how it works. You pay someone else hourly plus maybe a commission to go repeat the steps that you now understand. That's what in our community, we're not a big fan of using buy lists. That's some of these services you can sign up for and they'll send you a list of stuff every day, five to 10 items or whatever. And it's stuff like, Hey, this is profitable. And the problem we have with that is if more than 10 or 15 people are seeing that list, well, it's completely useless by the time it spreads out and some of them share it with others. And by the time it gets out to 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 people, it's useless, right? this arbitrage strategy of using other people's buy lists. But instead, what if you developed your own buy list? You have a process. You have a virtual assistant who goes through and uses your systems and goes through and finds products that meet your parameters and you pay them well to find those products. And then you pay someone else to go shopping and purchase those products. Now you're getting a system. That's how you get into those five figure months. That's what it looks like. And you start finding your own products. What I mean by your own product is, you know, maybe it's private label, maybe it's an in-demand product and you develop a partnership with someone who's just not selling it online yet. We talked about this quite a bit in episode two with Brett, the PPI strategy, but you don't go marry a product. Instead, you find some keywords that are being used a lot, and then you go find a product that matches those. Go back and listen to episode two if you haven't yet, but let's just, for the sake of an illustration here, that's how you get into those five and then six figure months is you develop either products or partnerships that allow you to get to that next level where you're selling something that you have a hold of in a way that no one else does. You're coming at it from a unique vantage point that no one else can possibly get into. It could be private label. It could be you are a, a partner in an exclusive relationship. 
where the wholesaler had some many talks lately where people are getting these exclusive partnerships where they approach someone who has a decent product. Maybe they're trying to sell it on Amazon already, but they're obviously not being anywhere near as creative and intentional as they could be. So you help that person set up their own Amazon account and you help them start moving more of their product. You help them with creative bundles. You use the PPI strategy that we talked about in episode two and you help them come up with the proper keywords. So now their sales start to increase and you've got this agreement. It can be as simple as an email that you send back and forth that says, hey, for every widget we sell, we're going to give you X percent. And we teach you in the Proven Amazon course, we teach you there's a module This is a separate course now from the PPI. That's actually the PPP course. (laughs) Now, I know there's a lot of acronyms, but in this particular course, the PPP course, we teach you how to set up those relationships with vendors who have a product and they're not selling it yet on Amazon or they're not selling it very well. And it's got everything you need in there to develop the relationship, how to approach them, how to sell it for them, how to offer them a buyout opportunity at the point that they feel like you're not adding a whole lot of value and things are kind of on autopilot. Well, why should they pay you every month? Well, here's the buyout. We discussed this before we got into the relationship. Here's exactly how you buy me out anytime you want to. And we've had some people in our community get some very big checks because of the buyout that comes and they're happy to take it. So every step of the way, it's a low risk three-way win for these companies. This is how you get into those five and six figure months, guys. That and some creative marketing strategies, starting to understand email marketing, for example, starting to understand multiple platforms, starting to understand the power of information products. So if a four-figure month is about hustle, a five-figure month is about strategy, and a six-figure month is about team, team building, and systems. And at this point, you have many fantastic options available to you. At this point, you are an authority. Even at the, I would argue, at the four-figure mark, if you're making four figures a month and you're putting it in the bank, you are already an authority on online marketing. And remember my CES model we've talked about several times, consult, expand, sell. At the point where you're even approaching four figures in the bank every month in profit, you are ready to speak intelligently from a place of authority on the topic of how to use the internet to generate income creatively. And people are willing locally. You could hold free seminars and then look for some coaching students and people who are willing to pay you. You could write an ebook on the topic. You could start a blog. People will listen to you. They want to know. That's how I started out. That's what the first version of Silent Sales Machine, the book that this podcast came from 15 years ago. When I started having a little success, And I started letting people know I was. I wasn't trying to hide it because I was so excited. I wanted other people to know how cool this whole thing was. I saw in front of me, it opened up like a curtain. The world of business is changing. The rules have just changed forever. Does anyone else see what I see here? This is awesome. And I wanted to share that story. And as I shared that story, more and more people wanted more and more detail. And here you are listening to my podcast 15 years later. As I talk about these ideas and how I've applied them and now how I've seen them work for thousands of other people. But I started off just by sharing it with people I knew, friends, family, by email, sending them a little description of what it was that I was doing and the whole thing grew. So why not get into consulting? Why not have clients? Why not approach businesses? Why not find some products on Amazon where they're struggling? Obviously, they don't know as much about this whole thing as you do. Approach them. Give them a can't lose proposal for a percent. I'm going to increase your profits. I will grow your business. If I don't grow it, you don't owe me anything. Or maybe you can get them to 
pay you a little money. One of the communities I haven't talked about a whole lot is our offline biz community. If you don't know what our offline biz community is, I won't go real in-depth to it. Maybe we'll do a whole show dedicated to that concept at some point. But that is a community dedicated specifically. It's a Facebook group. It's free. If you go find offlinebiz.com on Facebook, that's what we're talking about. It's a community dedicated to those of us who have recognized that just by having a little bit of success online, we are now an authority to 98% of the rest of the population, including businesses that are very willing to pay us to help them navigate these creative online opportunities. So the free Facebook group, there's a paid membership site. People used to pay, I think it was up as high as 40 a month at one point to get into offlinebiz.com. Now it's a one-time payment. You never pay anything else. The content there is, although some of it is a few years old, the rules of succeeding using the internet creatively haven't changed. Like the rules of email marketing successfully and profitably haven't changed in a decade. Plus, it's about engaging people. The rules of success on social media, I would argue, hasn't changed. Video has been where it's at. Growing your email list with your social media efforts has been where it's at for a very long time now, for years, for a decade or more. The most powerful use of a YouTube video, I would argue, is to grow your email list because YouTube could shut down your account at any moment. So could Facebook or Twitter. We've talked about this. But if you have an email list of people you can easily contact anytime you want, Remember that greatest asset you can ever have? A list of people who can't wait to hear from you? Well, that's what email is. It's the best form of that that you could ever have. That's the kind of stuff we teach in offline biz. And at one point, we had, I think, 10,000 members there. My partner, Andrew Cavanaugh, lives in Australia. We didn't meet for eight years after we launched that course, by the way. I'd never spoken to him until we met at a an event, one of our events. I'll tell you more about our events at the end of the show. We've got one coming up that you don't want to miss, September 2017 in Orlando. Bring your family. It's going to be awesome. Jim Cockrum events for that. JimCockrumEvents.com. But we'll talk more about that at the closing. But I wanted to present to you the offline biz concept here because if you're having a little bit of success, you're at that four-figure a month level maybe. Maybe you haven't quite got there, but you're getting close. You've had some success. You're ready to start helping other people succeed online. If you're waiting for someone to come along and anoint you, you know, I sometimes pretend when I'm on stage presenting to online entrepreneurs, I pretend to, to draw my sword from my sheath at my side and I hold it above my head and I say, I now anoint thee qualified to consult and educate others on how internet marketing really works because you know more than 98% of the rest of the population. Start doing it. Do it for free if you want to. If you just let it be known in your circle of friends and in your circle of influence online that you know how to make some money online, ears are going to perk up. People are going to want to hear what you have to say, and you'll start to find your unique voice, your unique strategies, the way that you do things. And hey, worst case scenario, you don't let's say you don't want to come up with books and courses and curriculum, send them to us. We have an incredible affiliate program. We'll give you a percent of everything that anyone ever spends with us. So just grow a list of people who listen to you, and your primary message can be, hey, go check out Jim's stuff, even if you send them to our podcast. We'll tag them as your referral, and forever, if they buy anything from us, you get the credit. It's just a matter of applying for our affiliate program, and we give you links that you can use to refer people to our free blog, to any of my books, to any of our courses, to our coaching. And if here's the good thing. Now, okay, make sure you understand this. Listen to this part closely. If you send people to any of our websites using your affiliate link, forever that person is tagged in our system 
as belonging to you. And even if they buy something that you've never told them about a year from now, you still get credit, right? So you refer them to my podcast and then they wander off and they buy some course that you don't even know about. You get credit for that because we've tagged them in our system. So that, is that a good deal? You don't even need to come up with your own courses and curriculum and just get out there and start telling people about how cool it is to earn money online and say, hey, one of my favorite dudes is this gym guy. And then whoever else you like to listen to, see if they have an affiliate program. You can get paid just to refer traffic to others. Why am I spending all the time talking about this? Remember, this is a show about multiple income streams, about using the internet creatively so that if you lose one of the spokes in your wheel, that wheel keeps on turning. And if all you're doing is making it a goal to have a four-figure business and you want to stay right there and you're comfortable, Jim, all I need is that extra thousand bucks a month and well, that changes everything. That's a game changer. Well, maybe you're saying that now, but trust me, two years from now, it's not enough. The rules will have changed. Competition will have come in. You're going to need some new strategies. You're going to wish you'd been focused on growth. And guess what? The same thing applies once you hit that five-figure month average. And the same thing applies once you hit that six figures a month average. As you move from hustle mode into strategy mode into team building and leadership mode and those seven figures. Now I know that sounds so out of reach, Jim, I will never have a seven figure month. You know, I haven't had a whole lot of them myself. I mean, that's not necessarily something we just walk around doing. I've got several clients who have, I've come, I'd have to check the numbers. We've come pretty stinking close many, many times. And if you look at the partnerships that I have with Brett and Nathan, we're blowing that out of the water on a regular basis. Between the three of us, we do it pretty much every month, but there's a different level of expectation and leadership at those kind of numbers. But the point is your leadership development becomes crucial as you go through these different stages of growth. So the challenge you're going to find yourself facing as you go from four figures to five figures, hopefully eventually six figures with a team and possibly even seven figures. Yes. You may be saying, well, Jim, I'm not that ambitious. I don't need that kind of money. I'll be perfectly happy and satisfied. I don't care where that line is, where you'll be perfectly happy and satisfied. What I hear when you say that is, I'll be done growing. I'll be done serving. I'll be very comfortable and steady when I hit level X. I'm telling you, wherever that mark is in your head, that's when your business starts to die. Because there's no such thing. This is biblical truth now. There's no such thing as a steady state for your health, for your relationships, or for your business. So yes, growth is the only way forward. Now, maybe you're at a later stage of life and you, you just need a few dollars to pay the bills. You've already resolved long, long ago that significance isn't something you're necessarily pursuing. Just meeting the basic bills and finishing life with some kind of, you know, out of debt possibly is your only goal. You know, I, I just don't see that as being a big enough vision for a person's life. If you're at the stage where you can still do anything about it, and I think that's all of us, I think you need to be a steward of the blessings that you have in your life. And being a steward means growing it, always growing it, growing yourself as a leader, growing your business with new creative ideas, trying new things like we've talked about, which doesn't cost you hardly anything to experiment and try new things. Oh, Jim, I could never make a video. Okay, guess what? Do it anyway. Oh, Jim, I'm just not a writer. Okay, guess what? Do it anyway. Jim, I could never present in front of people. You know what? Get over yourself and do it anyway. This is what leaders do. That's the definition of bravery, by the way, right? 
It's being afraid and acting anyway. Come on, you've got some bravery in you, right? you got some ambition in you. Step out and do these things. The core of my mission, one of the things that I am driven to do is help create entrepreneurs because I know as entrepreneurs develop, they become just model citizens. Entrepreneurs make great friends. They make great parents. They make great kids. They make great community members. We're all stronger as we have more entrepreneurs, successful people who understand that there is benefits all the way around when I learn how to serve my fellow humans. So as your business grows, that just means you're getting better at serving. To get better at serving many, many more people, you have to be a better leader. And those are the stages that I want to take you through. Now, you may have heard the old business saying that says, you know, dress for the role that you want to have someday. Dress for the job that you want to have. If you want to be a manager, you better dress like a manager. Well, that rule certainly doesn't apply to online marketing. But, you know, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt most of the time. If you saw me sitting here in running clothes, I might not come across in your mind quite as credible. It's just not necessary what I'm wearing while I'm on the microphone. But how you act does matter. If you want to go from hustle mode to, you know, the four-figure a month hustle mode to the five-figure a month strategy mode, you need to start thinking strategy before you get there. If you want to go from that five-figure to that six-figure monthly, you need to start thinking team and products that you own and control. You need to start thinking that direction before you get there. If you want to get to that seven-figure authority leader level where people are begging to spend time with you and to give you money if you'll just pay attention to their business. This happens to us around here. People say, what would it cost? I want you to tweak my business. I want you to just look over. I have this idea. Please, how can I get your attention? Can I please take you to lunch? It's $1,000 per hour to get our attention. Yes, people pay that. Is it because I think I'm so big and special and important? No, it's because if I said, yeah, I'll go to lunch with you. I literally have 3,000 people who would take me to lunch right now, which is awesome. That's a huge honor. I hope that doesn't come across the wrong way. But if I'm not very intentional with my time, if I'm not very strategic in who I spend time with, if I'm only spending, I've got to be careful. I'm only spending time with people who see the true value of the relationship where they're going to get a lot out of it. And so am I mutually beneficial. You've got to be surrounded with mutually beneficial relationships at that six and seven figure monthly level. If you're not, you're sinking. That's why our mission around here isn't just to help people. If your mission is to help people, you will never have more than a four or five figure business per month, ever, if your mission is to help people. Well, Jim, isn't it good to help people? Of course it is. It's a beautiful thing. And when I have the opportunity randomly and I see a stranger or a situation, yeah, I like helping people, but that's not my business mission. My business mission is helping people succeed. Now, there's an accountability. Now, there's where I filter people out and make sure I'm only working with people who truly see the value in what I bring to the table. And the way I have proof that they see the value of what my team and I bring to the table is they're willing to pay some money. That's how I know that they see value in it. An invitation to lunch that costs me $5,000, you know, take it out of my day, a couple hours out of my day, a little bit of business. It costs five grand on some days, a lot of days. That's very realistic how much it's going to cost me to interrupt and otherwise smooth sailing workday where my, I'm nose to the grindstone. I don't take two-hour lunches. Someone invites me, oh, Jim, I'll, I'll buy you lunch. No, this better be a mutually, I, I've got mentors who I'll go to lunch with. I've got old friends who I'll go to lunch with. My family can interrupt me anytime they want to. But someone on Facebook, 
that I kind of know, I'm going to find a polite way for someone on my team to tell you no, odds are. Because that's the difference between having a four or five figure hustle slash strategy business up to a six, seven figure where you're building a team and you've become an authority and you've got to operate from a position of leadership. You understand that as a successful person, you've got to say no a lot. You've got to say no a whole lot. And the more success you have, the bigger you grow your business, the more you'll be saying no to a whole lot of really good people with really good ideas because you could only have time for the right people with the right ideas. We're all human. There's only so many hours in a day. So just imagine right now, you could do this. You could send an email, post this on Facebook. If you say, oh, Jim, that's just terrible. Uh, you're, you're only going to work with people who have money. That's just terrible. Well, here, I want you to do this experiment. Post this on Facebook, okay? If you're such a generous, kind person with unlimited time on your hands, post this on Facebook. Say, hey, I've learned how to make a lot of money on Facebook. I'm taking two-hour appointments on my calendar right now. Just send me an email with the time and the date you want, and we'll get on the phone, and I'll talk you through everything you need to know. No charge. Let's do it. Book up about 50 of those. And then come back and listen to the last 10 minutes of this episode and see if it makes more sense. I think it will. The way that we've chosen to assign value in our culture is the best way to assign value in our culture, and that is money. Money lets us know who sees the most value. That's the whole premise behind eBay, guys. Why do we have an auction? Because it allows the person who sees the most value in the product to have the product. Well, how do we know who sees the most value in it? The person who's willing to put forward the most money. That's who sees the most value, and they're willing to sacrifice that much value. Now, maybe other people wish they could assign that much value to it, but they don't have the means to do so because they've chosen to assign value in other places or maybe not have as much money at their disposal based on the choices they've made. I think the amount of money you have very much does reflect the choices you've made, the stage of life that you're at, how responsible you've been with the opportunities that have come your way. And I keep in mind the fact that the top 1% of all income earners on the planet, how much do you think they earn? Top 1%, $100,000? $50,000? No, lower. To be in the top 1%, do you need $25,000? Come on, Jim. Surely it's, it's, it's at least $25,000. No, it's, it's lower than that. To be in the top 1% income earners on the planet, you need about $15,000 a year of income. That puts you in the top 1%. So if you're listening to this podcast, I'm betting you have a whole lot more than that. So I'm not going to feel sorry for you, Mr. One Percenter, because you have means, you have opportunity that is unprecedented in human history. And if you want my advice and you want me to be the one that pushes you, my advice and my coaching is going to say this, get out there and hustle your way to four figures and then build some strategies and get into five figures a month and then build a team and get into six figures. And then you're an authority and the directions you can go are numerous. People will respect and want to come hear what you have to say because you've arrived at a point where they're thinking, wow, I'd like to be there someday. And all of this is done very slow and steady, steps in the right direction. Proverbs 13, 11, I threw it at you earlier. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Everything I'm talking about is slow and steady, steps in the right direction, and inevitably success will come. Well, I want to talk to you about a couple things that are coming up on the calendar. If you're listening to this in real time, which is the best way, listen to these episodes within a few days of when they come out for the full impact. Now, I'm committed 
every episode will be at least 90 to 95% evergreen, meaning pick it up four years from now and it still is relevant. This could be the year 2022 and you're listening to this dude talking to his microphone about how business works and internet business, 90 to 95% of this still 100% relevant. That's my goal. But some of this is stuff we put on the calendar so we can all get together and give each other hugs and high fives. One of those events, we only have one community event right now, big community event where anyone can come. It sells out in one day is coming up in Orlando, September, 2017. Well, Jim, that's way out there as I'm listening to this right now. Well, here's the reason I want you to start planning. Orlando is like a destination city. We want you to come a few days early. We've secured an incredibly ridiculously low hotel rate at a beautiful hotel. If you go to jimcockramevents.com, there'll be a button there or a link or something because our website's going to change over time between now and the event. But it'll help you get on the mailing list for the event, see the hotel, take a look around, see the space that we've got that we're going to use. It's just gorgeous. Maybe plan your family's vacation, start saving up for those airline tickets and come in a few days early, stay for the event, stay a few days late. That's how our community rolls. That's how we operate. We negotiated the discount for the rooms for several days before and after the event. So just come and hang out. Let's relax. Let's grow together. So put that on your calendar. The details are at jimcockramevents.com. And the one last thing I wanted to ask you to do before we wrap this episode up is to share this show with someone. If there's someone that you think this show could benefit, or maybe you just want to bounce it off of them and say, is this guy nuts? Or do you think he's up to something here? You think that he's on to something good here? Send it to a few friends. Just drop them an email. Say, hey, go check out this guy's podcast. Let me know what you think. Silentgym.com. That's how I got to send them. If you want to make the link very specific, just put slash podcast on the end. But right at silentgym.com, there's a link right there to my podcast. Tell them, hey, go check it out on iTunes. I would really appreciate you helping spread the word. And you guys are really spreading the word. It's crazy. I've talked about how we rocketed to the top of the charts with this show. It's because of you You are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting this show and its growth. And keep those ideas coming. Keep those questions coming. We love the Facebook community behind this show. There's over 32,000 of us in there as I record this, getting in there every day talking about creative online business strategies. A lot of us sell on Amazon. A lot of us sell on eBay. A lot of self-published authors. A lot of consultants in the mix. Just a great community of successful online business builders. We'd love for you to come hang out with us if you're not in there yet. We'll have a link to that, just like we always do, in the show notes, which you can find, as always, at silentgym.com. Just go find this episode, scroll down, open it up, all the show notes, all the links that we talked about today. Well, hey, I'm going to wrap this one up. This was a truly fun episode for me. I hope these different stages of development and growth make sense to you. And if you have any questions about any of this, jump over to our site, Leave me some feedback. Let us know what you think. God bless.